is a brand new episode of Pop Cannon. This is episode 55. We are your hosts. My name is Jordan. I'm Robert. My name's Paul. And I'm Joe. 55 episodes in. Today we are discussing a Zack Snyder film, Army of the Dead. Uh, yeah. It's a Netflix film. I like zombies. I like Zack Snyder. Um, I liked this movie. It wasn't great. It w didn't blow me away. Uh, it wasn't anything groundbreaking, but it was a lot of fun. I was able to turn my brain off for two and a half hours. And believe me, it felt like two and a half hours. Um, but overall, I had a very pleasant experience with this film. Paul, what did you think? Uh... So, yeah, I mean, listen, I like Zack Snyder. I, I've liked I've liked a decent amount of his more recent movies. But, uh, you know, with this one, I don't think I like this one. I just uh, straight up don't think I like it. It's not the worst movie ever made. That that's 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 going to be my overall assessment. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau has spared every director. <laughs> so many questions. I just had so many questions. Uh, there were a lot of things that I felt could have been good potential plot lines that seemed to just end up being nothing. Um, which. I get. I guess that was like the real problem. Like by the by the like two hour mark, I was just like, N I don't feel fulfilled, <laughs> and like I don't feel like I am I am getting out of this what I invested, <laughs> in. uh, <clears throat> and I just I, like by the two hour mark, I just wanted to like turn it off basically. But I mean, I think the visuals are amazing. I think there are really, really good shots. I mean, there are bad ones because, <laughs> they, and but I think for different reasons. I think for yeah. different reasons. I I think there are some really good visual stuff, but other than that, uh, no. Overall, you weren't crazy about it. I wasn't. I did, Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about this movie. <laughs> um. Okay, Joe. What about you? What did you think of Army of the Dead? Yeah, I I really didn't have a good time. Um, and I, I said to you guys, like, I I don't think I've really seen a Zack Snyder film that I thoroughly enjoyed ever. But I, I wanted to give this a chance. I think the storytelling was very disjointed. The writing was pretty rough around the edges. Um, and the performances didn't really... Uh, make the best out of that bad situation to me um it kind of feels like every time you see a Zack Snyder movie like there's a trick that he's really into at that time like right mm. now in mm -hmm. this movie mm -hmm. it was like the macro focuses on like whether it's like the gun pointing or like the queen in like yeah. a short depth of field and then she steps backwards out of focus to like leave the shot yeah. um and that just kept cropping up. The The slow motion issues were there again. Um, I felt even worse in this than in Justice League because watching Whoa. someone fire a gun in slow motion is not that exciting. 
Um, the effects, um, the makeup of the alphas, I thought was really wonderful. Um, they were very like effective zombies. A lot of the other like filler, the shamblers, they called them. Mm-hmm. They kind of just look like Halloween makeup, uh, which I guess you can argue that they were meant to be fresher or whatever. And then zombies overall, I feel like 2021 is a little late to come out with a zombie movie. Yeah. And I think Zach and well, <laughs> the whole team, I don't want to put it all on Zack Snyder, but it's his name's all over this movie. But um, he brought a lot of like twists to zombie lore to try to make it his own zombie flick. But it it didn't really feel like those things paid off too well. They just kind of uh, jumbled the movie a little bit more for me. Um, so, yeah, pretty early on, I knew I wasn't going <laughs> to like this, but I followed through to the end and was certain that I didn't like it. Um <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but that's the point of it. It's it's watching something and forming your own opinion, yeah. despite reading something or hearing something or, or being whatever. Told, like this movie's bad because I say so, and then everybody just says, "Ah, he said so." <laughs> yeah. For as much as they uh, touted it, the tiger did look really good. So like, yeah, the second most expensive thing in the movie was. <laughs> money well spent baby <laughs> the first ching on that tiger <laughs> well, uh so we heard from paul we heard from joe that leaves robert uh what did you think quick thoughts on army of the dead so my initial opinion when the credits rolled was like first of all finally because that two hour <laughs> 30 minute time frame is like in this movie it is a drag it is a full-on drag. I've watched. I watched this twice. I watched it over the weekend for the holiday, and I just watched it today to refresh because it's been a couple of days, and uh, <laughs> still just as long. And I'm pretty sure I drifted to sleep in the exact same place as I did the first time. No bullshit. <laughs> like I think I fell asleep for the exact same twenty minutes. And it was from the hour mark to the hour 26 mark where um, I know that nothing important happened because both viewings of it, it didn't matter that I missed that. Because uh, I thought the first time that I missed something and then today upon watching it again, like there were slight bits of new information that I was pulling from the from rewatching it as opposed to like wondering how this is going to end. Um, I was able to just like, okay, I know what the ending is. So now I was able to fill in those pieces where I was asking questions. Um, and yeah, still a lot of questions for sure. Like Paul had said, um, and like Joe had said, adding to zombie lore, um, can be a cool thing. Um, but for me, you have to have some sort of some sort of exposition to explain (laughs) any of the ideas that were taking place. And I just feel like there weren't any. And when there were, they were placed very weird within the story. Um, So that's like my full thoughts of it was like, I didn't really like it. Um, I think I trend a little bit higher because there's some things that they, that he did that are like exciting and fun. Like the action in this is like great, but I wanted so much more of it when you're calling it army of the dead. 
I'm expecting so much more action and not so much Batista mumbling in dark corridors. <laughs> so that's my full thoughts on it. But to circle back to the zombie lore thing, because that's, I, I, that's definitely a discussion I feel like is worth having yeah. because they didn't explain like what the zombies were. And then in reading about the film after the fact on the internet, in interviews, it's getting more and more fleshed out, or at least explained in a way that watching the movie, you go, is that really like a thing that they were talking about? Because some of the zombies were fucking robots, you guys, okay? Yeah, I, I thought so. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm really well, upset okay, about so it. Okay, before so we, before we dive into <clears throat> that and, and what we didn't see on screen, I know they have an animated series coming out for netflix that is and a prequel to this and it's a prequel mm-hmm. i believe no, I think that there's a is separate a i think there's a separate prequel all of that i'm assuming is gonna be answered oh i mean if they don't why the fucking bother stuff. exactly but like that's that's what i'm saying like questions <laughs> that you may have left <laughs> to tell me and what stuff the that were. they have but i'm just saying like interviews where they flesh stuff out yeah. They could be talking about stuff that hasn't even come out yet that we haven't seen. So it's an idea that they touched upon in the film and they're like, all right, we're going to really get into the meat and potatoes of this in the animated here's, series. Here's the thing, though. The the film is the place to get into the meat and potatoes, even if like you want to like explain something more down the line. But like not even a mention, like I saw glowing eyes and sparks when they shot one and then nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. and i'm like no. what the fuck <laughs> and yeah. like my roommate was my roommate said oh maybe that was just a mistake i was like i don't <laughs> think so <laughs> no because no because i was i sent paul two different clips today where i like because i noticed it during my first viewing of it yeah, like, yeah. for sure i noticed yeah. it too but on the second viewing of it i was like maybe there's gonna be some sort of and there's not <laughs> but and it's like totally random as to which one's eyes are blue and which ones aren't because it's not like the alpha thing versus the shambler thing yeah yeah it's not like the blue eyes are separated in that class which would help some people i feel like understand it a little bit better but some of them were just randomly robots and how does a zombie become a how does a robot become a zombie and how does a zombie become a robot so I have a theory on this. My understanding of it is like the government was trying to create an army of the dead, essentially. Like that's what started all of this. So why wouldn't the the government, in my mind, drop these robotic things in and see if they could blend in or see if they could somehow control the others to try to herd them? Okay, I mean, I'm maybe. just saying, like, maybe exactly. That's that's the way that I visualized that and reasoned it in my brain. See, my theory went the opposite, where I thought the, like, the original Alpha was an alien, and this was part of an invasion thing, and that was what the whole weird fetus thing was about. I thought I, I thought aliens as well. I, I thought it I was think, like an alien virus. Yeah. I mean, I think alien virus makes sense for the actual zombies themselves, but right. I'm speaking strictly for the robotic the zombies. Oh, right, right. It, right. 
so did something happen in the movie where two different people came up with alien or did i just like what where the baby get... his brain was blue when he yeah got shot. it was like that that like, and then the soldiers magic. talking about him <laughs> um in the in the opening sequence oh, okay when they were like yeah. talking about oh maybe it's an alien um oh, that's so you're thinking that's like, like you're thinking that that's like the the shotgun that you introduce in act one yeah like mentioning right. aliens and then later on it turns out to be okay right. i mean that's fair i just thought that those dudes were bullshitting and i didn't really pay any mind to what their discussion was aside from like they don't know what they're carrying. I didn't yeah. think anything yeah. further about what that dialogue meant to the overall film. No, well, I, for some reason I did because it seemed like they were fucking going on for so long <laughs> that, it, that it seemed like there was something important to what they were saying. And to and to that scene's defense, I think that was some of the stronger dialogue in that little scene where he was like, uh, they basically didn't say it was Area 51. or yeah, whatever, They, they heavily implied that it's Area 51. Area yeah, and I thought yeah. that was, like, kind of clever. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, it's not, it's not quite enough because they could just have a non-alien origin zombie at Area 51 <laughs> if they wanted yeah. to. Well, so yeah. that's, that's another thing. So I think the Alpha who plays Zeus, like the mm. original... That was guy name. i think it's a mix of alien technology and like human dna and stuff because okay. i think he was a soldier who mm -hmm. like volunteered to be tested on because yeah. he's wearing dog tags yeah he's, the whole he's movie. clearly wearing dog tags throughout so specifically in the one scene uh where um famous youtube man's money bag gets ripped in the uh <laughs> casino uh, the zombie that pulls his bag turns out to be when he fires his gun Pops sideways at him. Uh, not only does he have the blue eyes, but he has his his like skeleton is metallic. Like it looks like the Terminator under his skin. Because that's um, a robot. Yeah. And the only reason you're able to see that is because you're at home and you can pause it because it's Netflix. <laughs> but in a in a fucking movie theater that's just a, a detail that's going to be completely i feel like missed by some but some people. but i don't necessarily <laughs> think it was supposed to be a focus on a detail i think it's but, supposed to be a thing if you see it then you see it but if not they didn't linger on it they didn't linger on any of that stuff especially because when they when zeus finally does die his head also explodes blue yeah well that um, was because he's like the original when yeah. it explodes blue for him, it's like a mist and it's sparkly. Yeah, it was weird. It was the same glow that the baby's corpse yeah. had. Yeah, and <laughs> so I didn't notice like, in the I didn't notice in my first watch of it that the baby uh, was glowing at all. I guess I I don't know if I like blinked or something, <laughs> but I didn't see that part of it the first time. So when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, the fucking baby too. But like, how does there's there's three that I counted in the movie getting shot and glowing blue and the first two are obviously robots yeah there it's a obviously. different type of glow though <laughs> you don't use the same color that's a fucking failed idea like why would you use the same color if they're supposed to be different things why would you use the same color to imply that they're similar <laughs> that doesn't make any uh, sense well i, I okay i could see if you're the government trying to make imposter zombies you would probably want to use the same color so they can fit in a little more right like, I'd like to know what anybody's motivation was for doing any of it. 
Batista's motivation to go into it was because he says, well, it's either flip burgers at that shitty burger joint or die on the strip. So he's accepted that. That was his motivation. And to get money for his daughter, who then accompanies him on the trip. That was his motivation. Um, everybody else is just part of a heist group that says, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> they do the entire sequence, like almost shot for shot. It's crazy. Just show up, shout the guy's name. He's like, you son of a bitch, you're here. And then they get into it. So would you like a different amount of money? Yes. Yeah, and he offers every single person a different amount. A different of money amount, yeah. Which I was Which like was... thinking, like that's that's a bad idea. That's going to come back to bite him in the ass. It did not, and it didn't. No, they don't <laughs> so. even discuss what the they got paid. YouTube guy's girlfriend didn't even get an intro. She's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Do any of them turn it down? <laughs> what the the offer to get the into offer. <laughs> the YouTube guy? Another one of his friends gets there. Oh, and right. then realizes that they're serious and then he leaves and it's and then scene. we never hear from him again yeah yeah <laughs> i thought maybe he was gonna like drive a large vehicle in there or something and be like get in i'm here to save you or something like that guy never came back i thought he was he gonna, straight like, up left. maybe put together his own team and like go and try to get it for himself well not like the money wasn't even a thing for he was just like i'm straight up not doing this and yeah. then got in his car and literally drove away forever which was the right decision. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because my response would have been to that. But yeah, to the point of Tanaka, like you can keep some things in the dark. But I do feel like char- like all of your characters need to have some sort of arc. Whether it's like through the whole movie or even just through like a scene. But Tanaka doesn't have an arc. He just is the one that sends He's them just to there. do something. Yeah. 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 I just, if there was anything to indicate like he's okay with them dying or wants them to die or like it was just once you see that he's with those generals i was like wait a minute what's happening here i think he just wanted the head he just wanted the zombie head he wanted to send his guy in to get get the zombie out but it also seemed like that guy's mission was to get the head and make sure everybody dies yeah that's That's like his goal was to make sure that nobody got out so then the nuke could get them because uh, because like. otherwise they just you would have head. just you would have yeah. just yeah you would have formed a team to try and get a zombie head right <laughs> right yeah he needed to make sure that they got deep enough in there that they wouldn't be able to escape especially with the money yeah yeah to take them too long and i think that that's probably why the nuke thing moved up i feel like that was a direct link does when... it move up once he confirms he has the head yeah it's after it yeah, it's sure. right. It's like it's right after that they get that information that he has it. Suddenly, the president is like, "Well, we don't want to do it on the Fourth of July anymore. It's going to be July third, and that's in ten hours, or whatever it was." And yeah. they have suddenly, like the ticking clock, shrunk. Yeah. And that part of it, I very much enjoyed because now it felt like there was a real stake to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there was really like we got to get the fuck out of here. That I did like. Because that was the at least at one of the first moments for sure in the movie that I went, oh shit, like that was I made definitely was like, oh no, that fucking nuke is coming and they're all gonna be there. That's crazy. Yeah, turn their plan completely on its head. Yeah. So Joe, you mentioned the makeup before. Uh, I think the zombies like looked fantastic, like from a design standpoint. I think some of them did. 
I thought they all worked, including the tiger. Yeah. Yeah, the tiger was great. Um, yeah, for all the money they spent on it. And I thought the alphas looked really cool. I liked the performance from the, I guess, could we call her the queen, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. alpha um, queen, I think, was what yeah. she was billed as. And her boyfriend, Chris Angel. Um, <laughs> mind free. Dude, I mean, it's fucking Vegas. That very well could have been Chris Angel. Been <laughs> but, um, and that's why his head Yeah, I liked their blue. performance. A lot of like the fresher zombies just looked kind of like hokey to me um especially in like that like opening title sequence that took like two songs to get through um (laughs) but yeah they were like mowing them down and they just kind of looked like halloween makeup and then even i thought they could have milked more of batista's transformation um at the end like show his eyes or something besides like it was really just the performance that show that mm-hmm. it changed um and the sound effect well you could see the there was like the, the his veins, veins were like stuff. colorizing yeah yeah they I were like colorizing and moving and and his eyes did change color yeah. for yeah. it but uh there wasn't a focus on it right yeah he definitely went through like a full zombie makeup to get to that i yeah. feel like yeah uh but they i mean obviously it was probably cg to do the transition but like he he had like the full the full deal before his daughter shot him and he looked pretty cool and i was like she needs to pull that motherfucking trigger because if he yeah. stands up she's going to die very very quickly <laughs> yeah they gave him a um, lot more time than they gave like any of the other people mm-hmm. who turned like the um shades whatever that guard's name was yeah um, rapist man uh, i only know him as shades from luke cage so yes yeah. i can't yeah. theo rossi is his name mm-hmm. yeah he was in Sons of Anarchy. But yeah, like he changed like nothing. Like it was well, instant. So they they threw him into the pit and then carried him away. So I think they killed him off screen. Because mm-hmm. I think you only change once you die. I didn't get that from the shot. Unless though. the alpha bites you, allegedly, I feel like. Because I feel like Right. He looked like he changed while he was alive. Yeah. They made they made it seem like if the alpha bites you, you become part of the alpha class of zombies. But if yeah, other but zombies... Yeah, but we didn't stay with him, so I don't know yeah. how long. So I was yeah. just assuming you have to die, because Batista it was right took after him he until got he bit, died. Though, like, they didn't cut away to somebody else. He got bit, and then they carried him and lifted they him threw up. Him into the, they they threw mm-hmm. him into the pool, they lifted him up, and they carried yeah. him away, and it cut to the next scene. But, I mean, I thought... It was cool to have him as the zombie that also like attacks those women again. Like I thought that that was just a funny. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he could have come back sooner. Um, which is just another point for this is a two and a half hour movie. But like, yeah, it was like we see him change and then he just hangs around the hotel until they get there. But mm-hmm. but I, that's kind of like I feel like where they're all all the zombie or all the alphas like are there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Because when like he rides the kingdom. zombie horse to the front of that hotel, and yeah. he does his call to get them, they all like swarm out, and those are all alphas coming right. out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what that whole horde was that they were fighting through the casino was all. Yeah, it was alphas. all alphas. Which, uh, if something that we're going to talk about is favorite scenes, the the casino shootout is my favorite in the film because that's kind of what i was hoping more of this film would be Mm. um 
knowing that it's set in Las Vegas, knowing that it's called Army of the Dead, which implies very many of them. I was hoping for more of... Like, we got it in that scene, and it was fucking awesome, I felt like. Mm-hmm. I felt... I didn't... I didn't dislike any of the slow-mo that they used in it. I liked the song that was playing while they were doing it. Like, all of the action I thought was really cool. So that scene for me is like an A+. plus amidst the rest of the film but like i was i was hoping that more of the film had that kind of shit happening in it but once we got it it was fucking class man i thought that was great yeah that that raid on the uh the olympus hotel i thought was a lot of fun yeah that entire section from when they get down into the vault and they have to fight their way out to the roof Mm -hmm. it's probably my favorite scene but one that comes very close um was when the one character was following the glow sticks through mm. the the shamblers that were like frozen, which I thought was a really interesting concept. Yeah. Like after so long and so being in the dark, they just kind of like hibernate. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting and uh, a fun concept to introduce for yeah. this film. But that scene reminded me of Silent Hill when they're going through and trying to avoid the nurses and trying to keep them out of the light. So uh, playing that back here was was a lot of fun for me. And I feel like it worked because it was very stressful and it really amped up the tension. And I I feel like the the way that he utilized the focus in those tense scenes really amped up and worked really well. I know he shot a lot of the movie using those uh, Canon Dream lenses. They were made in the 1960s, so that's why they have that dream-like feel to them. There's, like, uh, a really, really tiny f-stop on it. So, like, the lens is just wide open. So I feel like blurring out that background for, like, the really intense scenes, and especially... uh, the Olympus scene at the end, like all that played really well. And the use of that tight focus, uh, worked for me. I I was going to say that I was going to say that the, the zombies being frozen like that (laughs) is an interesting addition to zombie lore, especially for anyone who's played like zombie video games. Cause it kind of can explain how there are so many of them that just exist within the world of the game. You just don't know where they are. You don't see them until shit starts happening and the, the swarms just come after you. Yeah. So that's like a really interesting way to, to put it is like they kind of just freeze over time and then they get woken back up. It's like a nest. But go ahead, Paul. Um, I was going to say, I agree that the concept of that scene is awesome and like visually it was really good. But, but I got really frustrated with that scene because, like, that one guy, for seemingly absolutely no reason, just because he, like, got in a, into a minor argument with that with Bandana Girl, he throws the glow stick to, like, throw her off the track. And it's just like, why would you, wanna, why would you want to wake up zombies mm-hmm. in there? Yeah. Like, he's just gonna, he's just gonna fuck himself over. Well, I think he's making a gamble. Like, he knows that these people are capable of handling themselves um so and he knows like she just pain in the ass right she just directly threatened him so like if he does nothing he's fucked either way but if he can take her off the list and fight his way out of here then he's fine right 
But it does later on, like, they all wake up and, like, he fucks himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. I was just like, why would he do, why wouldn't he just, like, wait till later? I don't know. Like, I guess that's a minor gripe. But... I mean, he's he's trying to get her lost. Yeah. Like, go, mm-hmm. go the wrong direction. Now she's separated. Oh, no. What's going on now? Yeah. Also, I like, I like during, uh, during that scene where, like, she has to, like, keep stabbing heads yeah. as they're waking up. <laughs> she, like, stabs, like, five heads. I mean, that's cool. She tries that's lowering cool. them to the yeah. ground. But that's that builds into the tension. Like, she's trying yeah. to yeah, yeah, take yeah. them out one by one instead of <laughs> opening fire and waking the, the entire army that's down there. Right. Now, you mentioned the, the, the use of that lens, and I, I read that Zack Snyder worked with the company that makes those red cameras and they like, I don't know if they retrofitted one. Yeah. They like retrofitted the, the lenses. So they'll work with the, the mirrorless digital cameras. Yeah. So like that's, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Awesome. Yeah. From a technical aspect. Like I think that's incredible. Like just the, the images that they were able to capture. And it's the first time he's ever filmed like a fully digital film. Yeah. This is the first time he hasn't used film for it at all. Mm. So I know that that was something that he has mentioned like in every interview. He's like, no film for this one, as if like any of the normies give a fuck <laughs> whether he filmed it on the film or fuck Because he's such a nerd but, about it. But it yeah. matters uh, to him. No, I like, know. That's... But he, like, he's, he's like, yeah, Zack Snyder, yeah, Army of the Dead. You know I didn't do this on film? <laughs> I just, it's a cool thing because he's such a nerd about film and cameras in general that like for him he's like that's the thing he's geeked up to talk about and he knows he's never gonna get a question about it (laughs) but but also like that becomes an a different challenge for him because now he's using a whole different system he's not using 35 millimeter film you know he's shooting digitally is very different from shooting on actual film as as we all know like so i can't even imagine the amount of time that went into just getting these shots correct because you know that you know that he's not the type of person to have just been like oh yeah we'll just get a digital we'll just get a digital camera like you know he fucking like six to eight months of hard research into and talking to people that created the fucking camera and the people that manufacture it now and discussions and shit like that on who which company he wants to use i just assume that Zack snyder puts that level of absurd work into that decision you know because he's such a he's such a geek when you (laughs) talk it's great (laughs) um but as far as like how that camera worked for you i didn't mind it in the intense sequences and i didn't mind it uh obviously in that dream sequence or like that flashback dream that he that batista has about like what happened to his wife Mm-hmm. Um, that I thought it was like super fucking effective in. Um, where I didn't like it is anytime Tignataro's on screen, which is every time I feel like I felt like it just seemed like every time. And I know they had to digitally remove an entire human and yeah. then digitally replace that removed human with a different human being. Um, so that's an undertaking unto itself. I felt like it stuck out because, but the th- I like I knew about it going into yeah. it. And I feel Which like I didn't, you don't... I didn't bring that up to Cheyenne, and she didn't even mention yeah. it. 
I feel like if you don't tell somebody that that person wasn't in the film, they won't really know. know. Yeah. So it Um, stuck out to me, too, because I agree with you. I think her scenes really did feel disjointed. Yeah, and and also her performance. Yeah, well, that's a a separate issue. Because I feel like... Had we got the Chris D'Elia cut of this, <laughs> I feel like that character is probably way better performed by him because I know I feel like the lines that she recited are exactly the lines that he had to do. Also, Pro- I don't think that probably. they changed hardly yeah. anything that was actually spoken by that character. They couldn't. Other characters yeah. speaking to that character, they probably had to do some sort of. Uh, dubbing or maybe yeah, like a re- re- little bit but for the stuff that she did I feel like Chris D'Elia would have been way more effective at delivering every single one of those lines and obviously he was the first choice so as the lines went on because there was like a lot of screen time towards the end of that movie for that character yeah mm-hmm. as far as her performance goes I have to I have to give her credit because she didn't work with anyone right, aside from right. one person one actor came to shoot with her one day so like understandably the lines are a little flat yeah so i don't necessarily fault her for that and i don't necessarily fault the film for that that's a scenario unfortunate yeah it was a shitty situation for everyone involved it's unfortunate but it still does detract from the film like i Yeah. yeah like i i understand why it happened and i understand like the drawbacks of it it just like it still takes away from the film for me for sure yeah there's the scene specifically where they come out of the uh the trailer the 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 like uh hauling trailer wall and everybody kind of like posts up (laughs) and then tignatero is like glowing in front of someone i think that was the time (laughs) that they used the cgi model like, it wasn't even like they shot her doing it and then edited her in. Because they built, like, a full 3D Tignataro. And I think that right, was, like, right. video game T coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, because it just felt like... I don't even know. Like, they did a, a, a decent job making the lighting similar for everything. Yeah. When they added her in, which I was, like, kind of fucking impressed about. Considering they had to make that entire lighting situation separate from where it existed originally and hope that it fell on her face in the same way that it would in that same room like that's a fucking it's a pretty huge technical undertaking to get that right and i think they did a pretty good job of it which is why she doesn't stick out so much yeah in most of it because it kind of like blows past her but when it kind of focuses on that character you're like something something fucking weird here i really think they like cut a lot of that character's content too because there's even like the scene where they get into the casino and they say um you help her Mm -hmm. go up to the roof with the gas tanks and she says she talks too much and it's like i haven't seen these two characters interact at all (laughs) (laughs) like i know she talks too much but i don't know that you know she talks too much yeah there's probably like at least uh five to ten minutes worth of them traversing the building getting to the roof (laughs) yeah that's crazy to think about too. Shit, man. Yeah. All the credit in the world to the VFX team, like they oh, tried yeah. their damnedest to like make her look as natural as possible. Yeah. For sure. I think yeah, they yeah. were close. I don't think they stuck the landing. No. But, but they did a fucking pretty they decent fucking job. Fucking tried. <laughs> Cuz I don't 
get, put any other filmmaker in charge of doing that, and I don't know that they do it as le- at least as good as this looked. To cut somebody entirely out of an action film and add somebody else. Not just cut them, but add <laughs> like, somebody else yeah, back. Digitally. <laughs> they couldn't yeah, even get rid in. of a mustache adjustments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's a fucking... Pretty fucking Fuck. big. And, like, even if you use that as the example, how far superior Zack Snyder is to fucking Joss at that point. Because oh, Joss couldn't good. manage a fucking mustache and Zack put a whole person in. Um, so that's... I mean, fucking kudos. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They built the wall. (laughs) (laughs) They built the zombie wall. Yeah. Um, So, like, so they mention the quarantine zones, right? And one is clearly still in Las Vegas, but not on the strip where they've sectioned the city off. Because not the whole city is part of that that uh, zone they kind of like shrunk it a little bit so las vegas exists outside of those uh tractor trailer areas so there's a quarantine zone directly outside of it and then barstow i think is where they were relocating people Mm. Um, okay okay so so it's not like i got it so barstow is just the new one because they're getting people out of las vegas because of the nuclear bomb got it that that would make sense yeah yeah Okay. Right. I was trying to like I was like, why are there two? Like I didn't <laughs> But also like what are the people being quarantined for? They implied that like you could be infected without being bit. But then the lady on the news was implying that they were just using that to target people. Um That's so weird. Yeah. So like Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> if you lived I mean, in it... Las Vegas basically like you are like no fly list because you might be carrying right right so you're like if you lived in vegas it would make sense that you had to be in there i guess just to make sure that you weren't sick if that's true or it was just right because like Zack snyder had this like undercurrent of like i don't trust the government in this mm-hmm. which yeah. is mm-hmm. fair mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and then yeah. so yeah sean spicer was on the news so i don't know if mm-hmm. he was gambling that trump was gonna win again last year or what. and donna brazil she was there too yeah <laughs> i think you're supposed but. to assume that trump was the president for this now see i thought about that and the quotes that they read from the president i kind of felt like it could go any way <laughs> <laughs> they're both because old the men. quotes from the president were kind of fucking goofy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the quotes from the president were kind of goofy and it was funny as hell yeah he was like uh if you think uh, about it it's pretty patriotic <laughs> and then i think it was the quote was even like Having this, having the nuke drop on the Fourth of July would be kind of cool. Is literally like what the word was, <laughs> which I kind of went. I went, oh, they probably th- are saying that Trump is president, and then I went. Oh, well. <laughs> well, on the other, Joe hand. Biden's not afraid of a uh, of a of a quip like that. So. <laughs> it's very possible that they they wrote it in such a way that it could apply to fucking either of them. I feel like it's open That's for great. interpretation. It yeah. is. It is. Depending um, on how you viewed the government in this movie, you probably very strongly feel it's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So I really, I liked the casino fight as well. Um, yeah. Also because, like, that was the most kind of, like, we're in Vegas feeling of all the lights being on and everything. The mm-hmm. fight in the Olympus, like, while it was very climactic, 
a lot of people just got lost in the shadows for me and like sometimes it was like a cool silhouette but sometimes it was like i can't find any details in this scene and that mm-hmm. kind of tracked throughout the movie for me um outside of just that one sequence but yeah that action scene within the casino i don't really remember the music cue but if i wasn't distracted by it it was probably an okay choice i didn't think that every song had to be the acoustic version of a song that's already popular in another way but that's kind of his thing (laughs) true i know that he does it like with one so like it's been basically like one song that he'll do it with but i didn't expect i think it was in this one like three yeah well, in Justice League, it was like one for each Justice League member. Oh well, <laughs> he does it a lot. Yeah, anyway. he does. Anyway. He does do Paul, what was your favorite scene? Dude, all right. So I really, I've, I really liked zombies that can have babies. <laughs> you know, how, however it works, and I don't even necessarily need to know how it works, but it's just like nothing happened with it. Nothing yeah. ended up happening. It was just like, oh, wow, these zombies have like feelings and shit. Okay, interesting. And then that was it. And then it was like that one guy who everybody was like, hey, don't trust that guy. But he's coming anyway. Martin. His name was Martin. Yeah, yeah. When he suddenly revealed that he wanted to take a zombie head... I feel like that could have been a really interesting thing. It's like, oh, now we got to It's it's it like, it's, it turns into a MacGuffin, but then that nothing really happened with that, and I really liked the uh, blonde hair, uh, the coyote. Oh, the coyote. Yeah, shit. yeah. She, I yeah, really her liked Lily. her character, but then like, <laughs> her end is just her being like, no, no, I got, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> And then she just gets impaled. <laughs> through the, Instantly. Through the it went through chest. her shoulder. Yeah. It was through yeah. her shoulder. Oh, it was. Yeah. So she, she, she... What happens to her character isn't even shown. All right. Isn't they no cut idea. away before anything happens. All right, fair. I thought, yeah. I thought it was like just straight up through the heart. Didn't he bite her, though? He went near her neck, but it cuts away before he's even yeah. anywhere near it. Yeah. The, I feel like a fair assumption is that he just made a new queen with her. Yeah, but then that's... she got nuked. <laughs> and then they got nuked, right, so it really doesn't nuked. matter. Yeah. yeah, I thought her character was pretty cool. I have a really big issue with all of them meeting up before heading in. And everyone's gearing up and they're all kind of talking to one another. And then uh, Dave Batista's daughter punches her in the face. Yeah. About the whole letting the lady with two kids in, and I was like, "You don't know she has kids. Her tent is right there, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking like three tents away. It felt like." And the coyote was like that's... sitting there at her fire while they were getting harassed, and then they cut back, and she's doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. not my business. So, so they all are talking or whatever, and then they get beyond the wall, and they get, as she described it, pretty deep into the strip and then she decides to explain to them the hierarchy of the zombies and what's going on and like what's really going on in there and i felt like tactically that's a very bad idea yeah yeah was she not even a part of the original group no she wasn't she was just supposed to get them beyond the wall right she was supposed to get them in there because that's what she does because she's the coyote or whatever right right yeah 
she knows it better than anyone or something like that so they get her to to bring them in which is like those are all uh all those characters the safe cracker Mm -hmm. the helicopter pilot and then her they're all like perfectly tropey heist story people which is like fine but i just like why wouldn't she be like all right guys before we head in (laughs) i'm the person that knows everything and you're using me as your guide i'm gonna kind of guide you here before we look at the unimaginable horror behind this wall yeah but how many of those people would have been like all right see ya at that point Right. I mean, so, maybe, but she and, waits until they see a zombie tiger to explain anything to she them. She also doesn't like, trust any and, of them. Like, yeah, and I feel like a heads up on a zombie tiger would be appropriate. She also needed to get the sacrifice dude in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was the other thing. Like, before that, she was like, we just need another person, all right? <laughs> and in yeah. my head, I was just like, what the fuck? Is this just some weird way of, like, getting the last character to, like, join Legitimately, them? I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I knew she was going to kill that guy. I didn't all right. know yeah. it was, like, going to be the whole sacrifice thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was it was certainly a fucking curveball, because I didn't think that that's where that scene was going to go. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And that goes so, back to the lore, because, yeah. like, having alphas as a concept is really cool to me yeah and having yeah. them being able to like offer a trade scenario like yeah. that mm-hmm. i thought yeah. that was really interesting yeah. no yes yeah, yeah. cool. i just from a concept perspective i think that's awesome and that adds so much to zombie everything like yeah you know had that concept existed like during the walking dead uh heyday like i don't you know they, they could have probably would have incorporated something like that just because it's like one of those things I feel like that's going to take root yeah. and then become like the norm of the genre at that point. Yeah, I can see that. Cuz I could see that happening with like a lot of stuff is like to a two-tier zombie system, the 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 big strong ones are mm-hmm. this and then the smaller yeah. ones are kind of And it's not it's not necessarily a super foreign concept because obviously video games have Yeah, yeah. utilized that system. There's levels different types of zombies i mean even in left for dead but Mm -hmm. i I felt like it was very effective for the world that they created in this yeah um and i thought the zombie like the alpha queen was phenomenal yeah she looked awesome i thought like her performance too the way she moved Mm -hmm. the way like her eyes were so expressive even when she was just a severed head like i thought the way she moved and the way that she like Articulated. Was still animating her face. Yeah, it was very. It was cool. really cool. The, the severed head was fucking cool. So, shit. She she was so, she was so like prominent and expressive, like you said, that I legitimately thought that they were gonna like bring a story thread back. Like at one point, I was talking to Robert about this earlier, but I thought that the queen was gonna end up being um, Dave Batista's dead wife. Hmm. That could have been I, I don't know because there was like a certain scene where she's like looking at him yeah. longer than you'd expect, I guess. Yeah. And like, but then like nothing happened. And then I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> is she the girl that was giving the guy a blowjob in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was them. I thought they were the that two like alphas. the alpha and the <laughs> for some for some fucking reason. I don't know. Like I just kept thinking they that explode, they were they gonna... exploded on impact. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. They're dead. Yeah. I th- I think it, it it would have been even cooler had they not cut her head off, but had they cut his head off, mm-hmm. and then she led the charge at the end. Yeah. 
I think that would have been a more interesting concept, and I think that I would have just enjoyed that more because I liked seeing her on screen. Yeah. However, I do I do agree that Zeus was fantastic as an antagonist. I I liked him. I thought it was cool. I just I got tired of him at a certain point. How many people are going to shoot him in his lead mask like directly in his forehead? Yeah, that annoyed me. I yeah. thought it was like cuz if they if they fuck if they <laughs> swear to god, if they dropped their shot 4 inches, they'd shoot him in the mouth and he'd be dead. <laughs> and we could all be over with this. But everybody shot him here and nobody thought about it. They were like, "I could get through that lead." I thought it was very creative but also extremely funny that he put on a helmet (laughs) yeah yeah and like i was trying to figure out where he got the concept but if he was a soldier maybe there's some sort of information if if you watch when he first shows up he's holding a severed head that has that on it so i'm just wondering if that was just someone protecting themselves and he adapted and put it on Hmm. yeah he I, i know that he took it off of the head that he had yeah which is cool I just, at a certain point, like, he was wearing a cape, and he had, like, a staff, <laughs> and I was like, we're overloading accessories on this guy. I <laughs> His character point limit has been reached. <laughs> they ripped the trident off of the statue out front, though. Yeah. It's like that and kind the, of the, the The cape was, like, I don't know. I don't know where Well, he, he saw the from. image of Zeus when he first got there. Right. And yeah. kind of created Emulated a character yeah. based on that. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, that's cool as shit, like, that he has the cognition for it. I just... Uh, the zombie likes fucking and roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why That's why he's, he's the alpha, because he's so self-aware. The scene when they're in the Olympus, and it's uh, Dave Bautista's daughter's friend, Gita. Mm-hmm. They said her name an awful yeah. lot. I'll never yeah. forget her name. Gita. We have to get Gita. Gita's not safe. Gita, Gita did this to her fucking self. She made a decision she's an adult. And then Gita was <laughs> hunkered down. Gita wasn't even trying to get out. She was just hunkered down. <laughs> like, it's like, maybe we don't need to save that person. She's fucking... And she died in the helicopter crash anyway. It's fucking... Yeah. Um, but when Zeus is standing at the end of the hallway, and they're standing at the end of the hallway, and those zombies are coming down, and she's single file, and she's shooting them individually one at a time... Um, and he's just kind of waiting his turn. Felt very video gameish to me <laughs> that he would just stand at the end of the corridor and not also try to overload her in an effort to kill her, which you would assume was his goal. Well, see, he was just so impressed by the fact that she picked up gun uh, shooting a gun so <laughs> so well in such a short amount of time yeah. that she could, she could just cut get consistent headshots why even bring the guy the youtube guy when you have her (laughs) (laughs) well Well, because she's not able to put one bullet through three at a time paul yeah true it's genetics (laughs) all right it's because she has dave batista's yeah (laughs) dna his military training rubbed off on her or something yeah she's just able to kill whatever she wants I will I say, I, I will say though, I'm really glad that none of the mercenary military people, when speaking to each other, ever referred to a previous thing that we never learn about. I'm glad that they just refrained from that. They weren't they like, weren't oh, like, like this that isn't time. like that time in Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't do that part of it, so I was very happy about that. Because that would have like led me to be credit. standing here at the beginning of our fucking conversation, like, well, what happened there? <laughs> Although they did do that. 
<laughs> when um did they right before Maria dies, she says, Oh, you just disappeared and I like oh, wanted yeah. to be with you. It's like I met you like the day after my wife died and then we went through the apocalypse. But like no, he like reciprocates like, Oh, I guess you just didn't want me around and then she dies. <laughs> that but just like, to me means like, Oh, I like I left, like I'm not yeah. yeah, but like so you a line a line saying you left, you ran away, like Yeah, but like this whole introducing this whole romantic subplot yeah. at the oh, very yeah, end of the movie so... right before that character story is done. Like they could have just like kept them as like a platonic relationship that they had that frankly was like a refreshing thing that like she's the first person I go to because she was my friend through all of this at like the hardest yeah. fucking time in my life. But then yeah. they like do that, and then they kill her in the most fucking like like immediately cartoonishly I... gruesome way you could imagine. Because <laughs> she even like blinks like yeah. <laughs> but I think I I think that was effective because of the juxtaposition of everything. It literally goes from him saying yeah we have a chance we could get out of here everything's okay and then yeah. literally it's over in the snap of a neck. I love that scene where Batista like goes into just animal mode and he's just murdering these yeah. alphas but then he's having that like knife exchange with the one alpha who's countering him yeah and that, that guy was... like br- was break dancing yeah, and stuff <laughs> i was yeah. like holy shit capoeira <laughs> and then once all of that happened he took a second to like look back at her and he like hyperventilates like, yeah he clearly yeah. had an emotional reaction to that death yeah. which yeah his performance really portrayed that. I just wish the writing was stronger to yeah. have that. Even if it, like Joe said, even if that was just a platonic relationship, it probably without even that introducing or... that love concept. <laughs> Agree. Yeah. But I feel like his performance was really well done. I think it would have. I I think it still would have worked if like she had stuck around <laughs> just a bit longer though. Like, yeah. like even if it was like. Oh shit! You know this is they're oh they're such a cute couple, <laughs> and then and then like she's with him to the very end, right? Right. It's it would that be different. A, there's a few things that like they just introduce in the third act for no reason. Like the whole food truck bit would have been a cute thing if it had started earlier in the movie. That has to be related to something that got deleted out of this movie. Yeah. They mention it like three or four times. Yeah, but it's like within the span of like the last half hour, it felt like. No, I, it, it's not even that to me. It's it just it didn't feel like it was so much of a focus. Like it didn't feel like it was a conversation that I should have like because when they got to the end and they said that to each other, I was like. What the fuck well, are they talking yeah. about? Upon my first viewing of it, I felt the same way. Yeah. When I watched it the second time, I think he's just trying to break the tension. Because she's at the point where she's ready to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just trying to get her to calm down so that he could be like, okay, here's this money. Like, Because right. it's not like he says that and that's how that's when he dies. He's not like, let's, <laughs> let's open a food truck. <laughs> like, you know, there's fucking more to lobster it. lobster rolls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's there's more to it. So yeah, I see it as more him trying to control the situation as best he could because he knows he's he's dead. He knows she's gonna have to shoot him in the head now. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he he says that to her too. No, I didn't have an issue with like the food truck line at the very end. I had an issue with it not being built to. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel mm-hmm. like they earned that. Yeah, which like I said, I think there were earlier lines. Um but if I'm wrong, you're right. I also there wasn't a lot of emotional pull for that. The first one I right. remember is the grilled cheese food truck and that's when mm-hmm. they're when she's leaving the fire escape on the roof because she's decided yeah yeah i'm gonna she's leave. gonna sneak out yeah. <laughs> i think I, there's an earlier one i gotta okay. save gita <laughs> i gotta but yeah that's i didn't like kate as a character i didn't she like annoyed me her characterization yeah the actress yeah. was in a, a show called sweet bitter and it's it was it's pretty it's a pretty fucking good show um so i was pretty excited when i saw that she was in it I didn't have a problem with her performance. My my yeah. issue was just the way that she was written, the way that she was portrayed. Yeah. Running yeah, off doing stupid shit like, I'm just going to go without you. So, like, you better decide now or else. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Of any, I don't know very many dads on earth <laughs> that when their kid is being obstinate with them like that, that they wouldn't go, okay, go in after I leave. <laughs> call her fucking bluff because then she'll be like okay but dad can i go with you actually <laughs> like he definitely yeah. should have called her fucking bluff on that one but, but I, he also like, doesn't have a relationship that, i felt like that her. charged moment was very real and it was very good when they were arguing about it i just hate i didn't like that he fucking just rolled over and was like, okay, I'll take you into the most dangerous place on Earth. Yeah, and there's yeah. about to be a nuke dropped on it. Because nobody, nobody would have done that. Nobody. They, yeah. they don't have a relationship. Right. And to me, I think he was also seeing this as an opportunity. Oh, well, maybe I could, like, fix things. Yeah. That's the only reason why I think that that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he I was like, I get to spend happen. time with my daughter? That'll be yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Go fishing in the zombie world. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she she was I don't know I guess she just existed because he needed something yeah. to 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 have and I I watched the very short amount of time that Batista was on I think uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon Batista said that he wasn't gonna do the movie because uh, he was offered the Suicide Squad with James Gunn and I don't know which character he would have played. He, he wouldn't matter. say. It's not... He wouldn't say. Because someone asked him and he, he was like, I'm not going to say who. I don't think that they wanted him to be Bane and I think he wanted to be Bane. That's my uh, official <laughs> stance on that. But um, he said in the interview with Jimmy Fallon that he wasn't going to take the movie unless it had more of a emotional bite for him. And once he found out about the redemptive arc that he was given whether they rewrote it and put that in there for his character or it was there and he hadn't read the script, but he said he was like just flat out. I'm not going to be the muscle guy with guns unless I have more shit going on. Um, and that's the reason he took the film was because of that, because they added those moments in there where he actually gets to act and not just hold a fucking gun and look like a badass. And, and I, I think the, the scenes between the two of them, I think they were very good. I think they, they add chemistry. Um, yeah. Batista really shone through um, mm-hmm. with his, like, dramatic chops. I, like, I knew, I he, he, I knew he could do it. I knew he could yeah. do it. 
Uh, I'm just glad that the world is finding out more that he's not just the guy with muscles and guns. Yeah. Because he has acting chops. He can command a room and a scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this movie was a decent showcase of all of that. For him, yeah. For him, yeah. What was everyone's favorite death scene? Paul, do you have a favorite death scene? Did it, I mean, well, I mean, it's got to be the tiger mauling the guy. Yeah. And then, and then Martin. just biting his whole, eating his whole head. Yeah, that was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect the cascade of blood after the bite. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, I think one of my favorite ones was them tossing the grenade down the staircase and it looked like somebody just threw like 16 gallons of meat sauce at the wall <laughs> when it exploded. <laughs> that one was fun. I was like, gross. Like, I, that was my reaction to it. Uh, and that I feel like is definitely, those are things that you definitely have to have in a zombie movie where you go, where you go like, ew. <laughs> like, yeah. That's part of it. That's just part of it. So the, the, the bucket of, of bolognese sauce that they threw at the fucking wall was pretty cool. <laughs> Even though it wasn't on screen, I liked that uh, moment of Dieter throwing Van in the vault and then just, like, closing the door on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially because, like, it was a good flip of, like, Van was, like, ready to sacrifice himself to buy some time. And, and Dieter, Dieter was did just it. like, how yeah. about you just live through the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, that was interesting because... I guess you don't necessarily know what's going to happen. Like, there's no telling that the blast is going to open that vault, but not the door. Right. You know, or just kill him under the rubble when the building fucking collapses or whatever. Yeah. So, like, calculated risk on Dieter's part. Like, you're going to survive or you're going to die horrifically or you're going to starve to death, which is also pretty fucking horrific. Honestly, (laughs) I thought when he was on the plane at the end that that was radiation getting him. That's what um, I was thinking. Uh... But yeah, which I don't know if that's like teasing a sequel for him or whatever, or if it's just really the like little like still out there. But. Yeah, Jordan, what was your favorite death? Um, Mikey Guzman. So that's when mm-hmm. when he's got all those grenades strapped to him on the casino floor, and he just <laughs> yeah. pulls them, and everyone mauls him, and then all of a sudden there's yeah. like massive explosion. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> that was that was um, awesome, and it was great. Like. Batista's reaction to seeing the pins pulled was like, okay, we gotta yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> there was no fucking, there was no moment like, see you, Mike, you were great. Like, no, yeah. he just yeah. was like, all right, we're moving the fuck on. Yeah. Which um, I even, I watched him pull those pins and I was just like, he's not even giving them a head start. <laughs> I'm like, tell them they to were run. behind him. They weren't in front of him yet. They were still coming and he pulled the pins. So he, he was like, even with his partner's death, it was a nice little, like, twist of uh, expectations. Because I really thought he was just going to shoot her in the head. But you see, yeah. like, it was a good little pause of, like, the bullet hole going into the gas tank. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. and then the glow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I don't know if you can shoot a plastic gas tank and blow it up, but it worked. <laughs> yeah. It's supercharged. It, it, there, there's a spark and it's gasoline. It's going to happen. Yeah. That, but what the, creates the spark when you're hitting plastic? Sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Explosion, Joe, okay? 
Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just a, a quick shout out to the another death that I really liked um, was the girl that gets saved when they're getting people out of the quarantine zone at first. Uh, yeah, and in then the intro that the lady gets grabbed by the zombies and the girl instead of running to freedom goes back to the lady and the lady's like we don't know each other (laughs) (laughs) save yourself and the girl was like no i have to hug you because i'm eight and then they just dropped the last link they just dropped that container on top of them and i was like that's fucking gnarly yeah the shipping containers see that didn't play well for me like having everything isolated to just vegas and using shipping containers to seal it off i don't know if that necessarily played well for me no but but i gotta like sit on it and think about it more yeah so overall uh mixed bag for most of us here at pop cannon um i i still enjoyed it i don't know necessarily if i need to watch it again uh but i think i will eventually i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it some time because there hasn't been that much space in between the last two times I watched it. So I'm going to give it some time, revisit yeah. it possibly in a year or two, see how, see how it plays then. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Final thoughts? I didn't really have a good time. Um, I really thought that this was over bloated for what it was. I don't think it needed to be two and a half hours. I think they could have got with the main characters a lot sooner and made some of the more like, heisty prep scenes a little more interesting to lead up to the action Mm -hmm. and then even like robert said kind of milk the action a little more while we're there and even milk the location um yeah just to like we didn't get like a shot of the strip right like besides (laughs) like the fly through um yeah though like i know they like did a lot of work to like make this decimated strip um but yeah i thought it was too long. I thought visually it was too dark for me. Um, and I didn't like the musical cues and I didn't really <laughs> like the writing. Um, it's going to be a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's our Randy Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good visuals, I guess. I like the cast. There's some interesting ideas that, don't really get picked up or get dropped too soon for my taste so yeah i thought it was okay um i didn't ha- i don't hate it uh i'll probably wait a little while to watch it again maybe uh if like this zombie thing picks back up after being dropped off and then just suddenly re reappearing with zombie land 2 and then this coming out um there were things that could have been explained better for a film that's like dropping you into a universe. Like they didn't want to, they did a lot of work to build a universe, but didn't want to tell us most of that information. I guess we saw it, but we just don't know what the fuck we're looking at. (laughs) Uh, So thank you for watching and or listening. You could find us on all of the major podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube where you can see our beautiful faces uh, for Pop Cannon, my name is Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Paul. I'm Joe. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter machine. Let us know what you thought of Army of the Dead. And be sure to subscribe. 
Uh, we put out episodes bi-weekly, so stay tuned for more content coming very, very soon. <laughs>